0: Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about a faith that wins. Everybody likes winning, and you and God are a majority. And when you place your faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you can have a winning faith. And that's what I want to talk to you all about. Genesis 12, 1 through 9, I hope you have your Bible, but let us pray right now. Dear Lord, thank you for giving us a winning faith, not a defeated faith, not a faith that can't change things. But whatever circumstances we're in, you're always with us, and we know, Father, that you will work things out. We know, Father, that you're here in our presence today. Bless those that are listening today. Let their mind be clear. Let their heart be open to your word, Lord. Let the words of my lips be encouraging to them through the power of the Holy Spirit. And let this lesson change their life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You know, there's no security in money because money can be fleeting. I'm telling you, you can have it one day, and the next day, it can be gone. Career. There's no security in just a career. All these things are good things, but there is no security in them. There's no security in education. There's no security in inheritance. There's no security in health. You know, you can be really healthy, and the next day, you can have a real big problem. And that is worrisome, but not with Christ. You can win. You can have a faith that wins when you trust God for all these things. And don't try to place your faith in one of these things that we've talked about. He is our strength. He is our refuge. He is our everything. And he gives us a faith that wins. I want to talk to you about a character today in the Bible, Abram. Before he was named Abraham, and he is in Genesis 12, he got a promise from God, and I want to read this to you. This is Genesis 12:1, starting in verse 1. "'The Lord had said to Abram, "'Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing.'" I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, And they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Mori at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. This is such an exciting story. Verse 8. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and Ai on the east, there he built an altar and called on the name of the Lord. That's the Word of God. That's the true Bible. That's the inspirational Word of God. And every word in the Bible is true. Did you know that God and you are a majority? Let me give you some majorities in the Bible. David and God, King David and God, they decided things together, and God let him win all the time. Until he disobeyed God, he was winning. Joseph and God, he hadn't disobeyed God, but God put him through the test. And he had a faith that would win and kept winning all through every test. Joseph went from the prison to the palace because he had a faith that would win with God. He he and God were a majority. Moses and God were a majority. No, Moses, when he was called, he said, But God, who am I? I can't hardly talk. How am I going to lead the people out of Egypt? How am I going to do that? And he said, you and I will do it. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will lead you. And then Daniel and God were a majority. And and this is a very big point today. I want to tell you, you may have people in your life that are trying to tear down your life. They're trying to tell you, don't listen to God. Listen to man. You may hear voices from other people, friends. And, and they mean well. I know that you have friends that mean well. But honestly, God and you are a majority. <laughs> because if you're honoring God, if you're working with God, if you're talking with God, if you're walking with God, if you're dedicated to the Holy Scriptures, if you're dedicated to God, if you love Him, He is going to walk with you and talk with you, and you and God can decide what's going on. I'll give you a quick example. When Joseph was in the prison... He had no answers other than the Lord. He was in a prison for something he did not do, and God had raised him up in the prison and gave him favor inside the prison that the prison guards and everybody, the commander over the prison, put Joseph in charge because they could see God in him, and that was the favor of God, and that was a majority. It was God in him against all kinds of terrible things in a prison, and then one day the Pharaoh had a dream, and no one could tell Pharaoh what this dream was all about. But then again, God put Joseph's name before Pharaoh, and they summoned Joseph out of the prison. And in one day, because he was with God, because he walked with God, because he had a winning faith with God, he was taken out of the prison, and he was put in charge of all of Egypt under the Pharaoh, and him and God were a majority. This is what I'm telling you. Don't feel down about being persecuted or feel bad about something someone's saying to you. Just lean on the Lord for your strength and ask him to help you, and he will help you. Remember, my point here is have faith in God and not man. You know, Mark 11:22 and 24, Jesus answered his disciples and the people that were around him. Have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. What are you dreaming about today? What problem do you have? What do you need the Lord to help you with? What can you talk to him about? And you and God will be the majority. And you and God together, and God will raise you up at the right time and give you what you are asking for. The next thing that I want to tell you, the next point is, so faith comes by hearing the word of God. And this is so important because remember what God said in this Genesis to Abram, Genesis 12.1, then the Lord said to Abram, go from your country, from your people, and from your father's household to the land I will show you. So he was saying to him, I mean, Abram was probably fine where he was, but God was saying to him, because they were partners, because Abram was walking with God, he was obedient, and so God was saying to you, I'm giving you a promise this day, but you're going to have to be obedient, you're going to have to do what I say, and he heard the word of God, the point I'm trying to tell you today is, he listened, and he heard the word of God, and then he believed God, and he went, and that's my next point. If God tells you to do something, be sure to do it. And so he did. And then the promise to Abram was because he found favor with God because he was honoring to God. He loved God. He would always talk to God alone, and he would pray, and they would talk together. And remember what the scripture says in verse 2 of Genesis 12. It says, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And that promise is to us today. Remember, I told you, God, and you are a majority. And you have a faith that wins when you come into the kingdom of God by accepting Christ as your personal Savior. You have everything that God has given Abram. Abraham, of course, his name was finally in Genesis when God said, your name's not Abram anymore, now it's Abraham. You are that person. Once you give your life to Jesus Christ, you can expect that he is going to walk with you and he's going to help you and you're going to have a faith that wins. Don't be down today. Don't be discouraged. Don't be worried of your future. I'm here to tell you, I've lived a long time, and I can tell you God will be with you and He will get you through to the other side of whatever you're going through right now. My next point is trust God's wisdom and not man. 1 Corinthians 2 5 says, that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. If I, as a Christian, believe that God and I are a majority, which I do wholeheartedly, I go to God. I turn to God. I turn to these scriptures, and I find out what God tells me to do. I do not have to please man. I have to please God Almighty, the Holy One, the true Creator. I have to bow before Him, be humble before Him, love Him, and say, Lord, I don't know, but I know you do. And I'm calling out to you, God, please help me. And when I hear his word, when I read these scriptures, I trust him. Trust God's wisdom, not man's. There's not much wisdom out there right now in man. It never has been. So God has the trust. There's another scripture that's very important in this. You might want to write this down after this podcast is over. You could look it back up. But Proverbs chapter 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Wow. We have it with the Lord. We have a winning faith. Listen, when you lose hope, go to God. When you're in trouble, go to God. When you've sinned, go to God. When you need a blessing, go to God. When anything happens in your life, go to God and find out from Him His wisdom, and He will give it to you. My number five point is that nothing is impossible with God. You know, Abram was a great man because he listened to God, because he was humble to God. Now, I will tell you, if you read the book of Genesis, <laughs> he had a few problems himself. Because, you know, like all of us, sometimes we we don't listen so good. And we try to take things in our own hands. And so, Abram had done this. I don't have time to get into that story today, but that will be another lesson. But when there was a famine, he, he took things in his own hands, and God had to straighten him out. But for the most part... Abraham was unbelievable in his faith, and he had a winning faith. And one of the things he believed, in, I believe it, and I know you believe it, and my next point, is nothing is impossible with God. Pray about what you're talking about. One of my dear friends has been battling with cancer. And I know there's people out there right now battling with this terrible disease, and my heart goes out for those people. I love them so much, and we pray for you during this podcast. We'll pray for you today that God will heal you, but we're believing for Him. We're not believing in ourselves, and we're trusting God in His answer. we we'll continue to pray for Him, and He is doing better, and He is being strengthened And I know that if anyone's hurting out there right now with this situation, with an impossible situation, yes, it may be a bad report. Yes, it may look bad. But I'm telling you right now, you're bulletproof until God calls you home. Whatever you're going through right now, God has the ability, and he is the creator, and he has healed people over and over and over. And you probably can even remember back in your life when you were sick or you were hurt or something was wrong, and God healed you then, and he can do it now again. And only God has the understanding of when someone's going to go home to him. And like I said, until your mission is over, you're not going home. So nothing can come against you that can stop you unless God is calling you home. And I just don't believe that today from my friend. I, I know he's got a lot more to do, and I'm believing it for you because only God knows. But remember this, nothing is impossible with God. And so that's what Abram did. He believed God so much. He left his father. He left his family back at the easy place that he could have done. But he had a promise from God. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about, too, in this winning faith is God gives you a promise. When he sealed you with his Holy Spirit, all the promises in the Bible are yes and amen for you. And we just have to trust him. Never go into prayer thinking that God can't or that he won't. Let God decide the results, the consequences. Let God decide for you. Trust him. He's worthy of all trust because nothing is impossible for him. Whatever you're going through, God can give you the victory. God can heal you. God can take care of you. God can work it out. The next point I have is don't live by what you see live by your faith you know it's easy to get down some of my friends you know they have a a situation in their life right now a financial difficulty and it's it's easy to get down when you wonder am I going to make my next house payment or can I pay my car note or something like that comes up or or maybe they've just lost their job and they're worried about will they lose their savings because they've saved all their life but yet now they've lost their job because of the situation in the United States but again God is your source And God knows what you need. Remember the scripture that says, seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, and all these things will be brought unto you. And so I truly believe that when somebody loses their job, God is ready to promote them, to help them to get even a better job. And that's what happens when we pray. And so don't live by what you see, live by faith. And then a winning faith is this. Without faith in God, God is not pleased. And let me just say this to you. If you are not believing God, really go to him and get on your knees and ask him. Father, say, Lord, I'm sorry that I'm not believing, but I'm going to trust you in this. I'm going to lay this at your feet, and I'm going to trust, Lord, that you will take care of it. I'm going to trust you in Jesus' name, and he will take care of that situation for you. He loves you. He wants the best. Remember what he told Abram? in the beginning of Genesis, remember what he said to him. He said, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will become a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all the people on the earth will be blessed through you. So, You know, when we get into the kingdom of God and we become a Christian, all the Bible promises are ours. And so you don't have to worry about your future, God has your future in his hands and and without faith it's impossible to please God. The Bible says in Hebrews 11:6, without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who follow him. And then my next point, I think about this a lot in my life. I, I think do good faith works for others Because of what God has done for you. Remember what it said in that scripture. You will be a blessing. That's what the Lord said to Abram. You will be a blessing. Not only will Abram be blessed by God, but with what God blesses Abram with, then Abram becomes a blessing for others. And that's the Christian life. Whatever you have, whatever God has given you, share it with people. Help people. Help the poor. I mean, we have so many opportunities today. Your life can turn into a life of significance when you decide to give of your time, of your money, and really listen to God what he wants to direct your steps in. Do good faith works for others. Grow your faith by giving your time, your money, and gifting back to others for Christ's sake. You're not doing it because you have to do it. You're doing it because you love the Lord so much that you want to do it. You want to be a light point in this world. Remember what Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He asked us to be a light because Christ lives in us and we have the light of the world in us. So we want to be a light for others. James 2, 14 through 26 says, what good is it, my brothers, if you say someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? You can't get to heaven by working for God, and that's not what I'm teaching. I'm teaching because of the free gift that you got on Calvary, because Jesus Christ died for you and me for our sins, and we accepted his forgiveness. We said, Lord, forgive me for my sins, and he became our Savior, and he came into our heart, and the light of the world came in and became my Savior and my Lord, and he walks with me and talks with me. He wants me to obey him. And part of that is giving back to others. By what he blesses me with... I want to give back because I love him and I'm obeying him. And that's what he wants us to do. So the Christian gets all this for free. All the blessing comes from God. But what we need to do is give some of that blessing back to others so that we can be the light of Christ in this world. What a wonderful thing it is to be part of another ministry. We are part and help to the bridge ministries here in Nashville for the homeless. And I don't mind telling you that we've been blessed more by giving giving to the homeless than what we've given. I mean, You can't outgive God, and I just feel in my heart that a great winning faith is one that gives back. Remember this in this lesson today, and I want you to remember what I said about you and God being a majority. My last point today is remember God is your strength for everyday life. You know, you can have a great life with the Lord if you will lean and depend on Him for your strength, if you will look unto Him for every decision if you'll be in prayer every day, if you'll read the Word of God every day. Go back today after this lesson is over and read Genesis chapter 12 and read these words one more time. I'm going to read them to you one more time. He said to Abram, and really these blessings are for you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you I will curse. God is all about loving you caring for you, taking care of you, and giving you a faith that wins. Remember, God and you are a majority. You don't have to worry about anyone else. You have to, if you're doing what God wants you to do, you're going to be blessing others. You're going to be loving your family. You're going to be loving neighbors. You're going to be loving strangers. You're going to be taking care of other people if you have a faith that wins. I hope this has really been a blessing to you today. Go out and be a light of the world. Love someone in the love of Christ. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask a major blessing on our audience today that you would really bless them in their coming and going, that you would show them that your word is true, that nothing is impossible for you, that when you tell them to do something, you tell me to do something, and I obey. The blessings come because we're working within your word and what you want us to do. Lord, thank you for this wonderful lesson of faith that wins. God and you are a majority. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you in the Lord. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.